Hey, Diggs, welcome to Dentist in the Know, your backstage pass to current trends, politics, and education in the dental world. We are dentistry source for honest, relevant information. And with that in mind, this is JB's News on the Go with Dentist in the Know. So introducing to you with all your relevant information, Dr. Jennifer Bell. Excited to announce that California is dropping their mask mandate in all buildings as of April 1st. So unless you're providing active treatment care, so that means doctors' offices, government buildings, schools, wherever um, masks have currently been required in that state. I don't know all the specifics because I don't live there, but uh, they are going to move forward with dropping the mask mandate. So. I think that continues to be a positive sign of healing that, you know, as communities and, and groups were moving on and moving forward with being back in, uh, in proximity with each other. So that's exciting. It has been kind of funny, though, how patients have forgotten that we actually have always worn masks, or at least as long as I've been practicing Um, I do remember my orthodontist who never wore a mask or gloves, but, you know, I certainly can remember that time, but I've always worn a mask in practicing for the last 15, 16 years now. Uh, But it's funny how aware the public is about mask wearing and they seem kind of, oh, you you wear a mask for dental treatment. So anyway, uh, you can continue in California. We'll continue to support uh, mask wearing for treatment uh, while we're treating patients. So exciting news, I think, for uh, folks who live in the state of California. Colorado is uh, the newest state to be adding the dental health aid therapist to their portfolio of providers. Um, as of March 1st, DHATs will be allowed to practice in the state. And they're also looking to add an educational program for uh, dental health aid therapists to become trained to provide that level of care in their state. Uh, They are the 13th state now that are allowing a mid-level provider to be able to provide care to patients in uh, that legally within their state parameters. Interestingly, though, only four states currently have educational programs for dental health aid therapists. So Colorado sees an opportunity and a necessity, frankly, to provide educational um, opportunities for those who are seeking the dental health aid therapist level of training. So we'll continue to watch that. There's been mixed reviews, I think, overall about the variety of dental health aid therapists we've seen both nationally and internationally. There are some areas in which it has proven to be successful and some areas where it has not. So I think the jury is still out on what what this will serve in our dental or hierarchy of licensed providers and where the needs will be able to be met uh, with these mid-level providers. So we'll continue to watch that. The CDT code, you may have heard our great friend Greg Grommeyer come online last week to talk about after his meeting with the ADA looking at the enhanced CDT code book. We brought this to your attention many months ago because the comment period has been made available for quite some time. For those of you who aren't familiar with the changes, the ADA Code Committee is looking at an opportunity to do a pretty fundamental change in the CDT CDT Code Workbook um, by starting to add modifiers to those codes. So you would still use the majority of the same codes that you know, 
let's say for a crown, for instance, but you might have to provide a modifier code, which would indicate what material you chose, may indicate the diagnostic uh, criteria for why a crown was indicated for this particular tooth. So there's a lot of nuances in this enhanced code. It certainly is starting to look a lot more like the ICD code book and medical coding in general. The deadline for your comment period will be the end of March. And so if you haven't had an opportunity to take a peek or you felt very passionate about it, but haven't taken that last moment to voice your opinion, I can tell you emphatically the ADA is listening very intently to all comments about moving forward with this particular project and what it should look like to be successful. They have extended the deadline for when this might actually become a reality giving more time to strategically figure out what it will look like for change. But just know the open comment period for this first phase will end at the end of March. If you have any questions or concerns, don't hesitate to reach out to me or our friend Greg Grodmeyer. He is pretty active on our site as well. And one of the, and the chief editor of um, Coding with Confidence coming out of Dr. Blair's organization in Charlotte. The, uh, the, a lot of attention has been drawn over the last couple of weeks, particularly on social media and news outlets, about a particular device, the AGA device, which was a mandibular advancement device, um, I think originating, and Jeff can correct me if I'm wrong, but originating out of L, uh, the Los, Ange- Las Vegas Institute, or LVI, as many of us refer to them, for treating uh, TMJ disorders and occlusion issues, um, but more recently has gained some un unhappy notoriety uh, when a few patients had some pretty um, untoward outcomes with treatment. Now, the FDA has decided to take a look at these particular devices being uh, suggested and trained out of sort of the out branches of the LVI group and instructors who are associated with that group. So if you happen to be a trained LVI doctor utilizing some of these techniques, you may want to stay, keep a close pulse on the news coming out of that, the FDA is going to look pretty quickly, I think, at this particular device as it is not an approved device out of their um, organization currently to make decisions on whether or not this will allowed be allowed to stay a medical device moving forward for doctors to treat. And lastly, on a lighter note, because I rarely end with happy news, and this isn't even really happy, frankly, but right before I came on tonight, The goofiest news blip came across my phone and I thought, you know, commonly we've brought really important news topics to you all. Remember the lady that was farting in a jar and making millions of dollars off of that? For those of you who are dentists looking for side gigs, you know, we want to be there for you and we want to support you in those journeys. Well, this is another PSA that I think we should all really address. It's probably the elephant in the room for many of us. A news article just came out of the six reasons why you shouldn't poop and use your cell phone. I think many of us could probably identify some of the top ones, hemorrhoids, dirty phones, sitting too long and passing out like the vasovagal complex. Uh, I just want to be a reminder, a friendly reminder, encourager, Uh, that maybe you consider an alternative time that you can decompress just you and your phone catching up on your friends' posts on Instagram and your latest podcast episodes of Dennis in the Know. 
maybe not while you poop. And with that, that's the news. And that wraps up another podcast for Dentists in the Know. On behalf of Dr. Jennifer Bell, Dr. Chad Duplantis, and myself, remember that we've got a great profession. So let's make it a great day, Dinks. 